Hey there, Plus Size Nerds. I'm Nancy Basile, and tonight we have a very special guest. I'm interviewing Kim from M Plain Sight Style, and we're going to dive deep tonight into some mindset things and some frame of mind things that might be blocking you from living your best life. Would you please tell us a little bit about yourself? Um, I'm Kim McAndrew, and I have a blog with my son, Benji. Um, it's called InPlainSight.Style, and it's a geek lifestyles blog, cosplay blog, everyday cosplay, bounding. We've really been getting into Disney bounding, into um, pinup or dapper vintage styles lately. So we've been focusing a lot on that. And we just really wanted to create something where we shared our adventures, but we also just kind of live by example and promote positivity and confidence and no matter, you know, your age or your, you know, what kind of style you're into, what weight you are, if you're short, if you're tall, we, you know, you can do pretty much whatever you want with fashion if you just have the right resources and, you know, really that. believe in yourself. Yeah. Now, you talked a little bit, you said a little bit about vintage and dapper. So does that mean that you head to Disneyland when it's Dapper Day? I have, we went to our second Dapper Day. We've gone to both uh, the last two fall Dapper Days. We have not gone to a spring Dapper Day yet. And it's so much fun. I highly recommend it if you're in the area. Oh, that's wonderful. What, how did you guys dress for the last Dapper Day? We did Robin Hood and Little John um, dapper versions. Um, he was he was Robin Hood. I was Little John. We had been wanting to do some kind of a cosplay with our. That's our favorite Disney movie. So we wanted to do that for the longest time. So we were like Dapper Day. This will be perfect. We can just do some really fun stuff with it. You know, I glued fox ears onto a newsboy cap and. You know, <laughs> you know, cosplay things. That's great. Wow, that is really great. Um, and I've seen a lot of Star Wars photos of you guys, too. What do you think of Galaxy's Edge? I love Galaxy's Edge. I have not been on Rise of the Resistance yet because right now, if you've seen any of the YouTube videos, you have to be there at, you know, five, six in the morning to get in line, to get your tickets scanned by eight. And then you have to be in a good place where the internet doesn't freeze up so you can get a boarding pass. And then you have to stay there all day and wait for your boarding group to be caught. Oh my gosh, it's so crazy. So it's crazy right now. Crazy. Yeah, the park's not going anywhere, so I will right. ride it eventually. Right, right. But we go to, we love Galaxy's Edge. It's it's just, um, it's really just a, a nerd heaven because it's turning into, it started out as just, you know, theme park and people were like, well, there's not, there's only one ride and there's not that much to do. And now it's turning into, a meetup place. People are meeting up there and they're having different events. There's, um, I saw there's a new group. It's a droid customization group. 
and they have meetups and they brought their droids and they took pictures in front of the Falcon with their customized droids. And so so it's really neat. It's turning into a community and a really just kind of a place to go hang out with nerds during the day. It's not really so much about riding the rides. It's just about, you know, coming up with different looks. Are you going to dress more as, you know, a rebel? Are you going to be more first order? It sounds like, it's a, like a continuous pop-up con almost. It really is. It's like a permanent convention. It's <laughs> there cool. always whenever you need it. Very <laughs> whenever cool. you need to get a fix, you can go <laughs> and now, hang. And I think the, the photo with your the most recent blog post that we're going to talk about here in a sec came, was it Galaxy's Edge, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah. We yeah. had, you know, been, uh, my son Benji had one more week off of school before they had to go back for the holidays. So I took a couple of days off and we just did a mini vacay where we just went uh, to Galaxy's Edge and hung out for a couple of days and nice. got a last minute Priceline cheap hotel room to stay over, and so we could just kind of hang out. Yeah, I'm super jealous. I have not been to um, Galaxy's Edge at Disneyland or Disney World yet, but I'm dying to go. (laughs) Oh, it's it's amazing! It's so amazing. So, your last blog post talked about a big event in your life that you were hesitant about at first. And then once yes. you raised it, everything changed. Why don't you start with a little bit about your health journey and what led to that point? Um, basically, my right knee is completely shot. It's uh, I have arthritis in it. It's really terrible. Um, many, many doctors, you know, they're they're like, you're really kind of young to get a knee replacement, but you're eventually going to have to get one and just trying to find things that worked because I kept going and saying, you know, I'm in pain. I'm in a lot of pain here. It's not just discomfort. It's like, like I can't, I'm starting to change my life where I'm not going out anymore. I wasn't spending time with friends. If somebody said, Hey, we're going to go and we're going to go, um, you know, peruse, we're going to go to the mall. I would be like, I can't go because I, I can't walk. So I would hold everybody up. So I would actually, I started spending more and more time at home and it was really, really starting to get to me. I would gear myself up to go to go to Disneyland, but I would spend the whole day in just agony, to be honest. And finally, Benji was just like, oh my God, mom, just get a cart already and i just had such a hang-up about it i was like if i get a cart it was like i was officially declaring that i was old and used up (laughs) so i was like i don't want to do it i still get that yeah i just there's so much stigma around it and um and i think where it comes from for me is i used to work at disney world many years ago and we had, you know, annual pass holders that would, they had their carts and they had their annual passes. 
and they didn't think they had to wait in line for anything. There was a real sense of entitlement and just kind of a jerk nature about them. And I was like, I don't want to be seen as one of these people. And just realizing that you aren't one of those people, you really do need this. And, you know, so I, I just reluctantly said, all right, fine, I'm going to get a cart. And I got a cart, go to Disneyland, get in the cart. I'm just like, I feel like everybody's watching me when I know they're oh. watching me and nobody cares. And <laughs> I got through bag check and got on the tram and realized I would already be looking for the next place where I got to sit down. Oh, but yeah. now that I'm on the cart, I, I'm like, I'm good to go for like 13 hours. Let's do this. Wow. And I had an amazing time instead of, no, no, you guys go do the thing. I'm going to stay here on this bench and I'll just, I'll just uh, watch our stuff while you go ride a ride or something. Instead, I'm like, no, let's go do this thing and let's go do that thing. And I think I wore my kid out, quite frankly. So <laughs> it's, wow. it's turned into, you know, you just... You get over that embarrassment and that stigma real fast when you don't have excruciating pain anymore. It's like, fine, stare at me. I don't care. I'm not in pain. So I give you credit. You say that very easily, but I don't think it's that easy. Um, I, I took my uh, mother and stepfather to Disney World. We went as a family a few years ago, and my stepfather um, was in his 80s at the time, and he's has a one leg shorter than the other anyway. And so we okay. got him a scooter. We rented one while we were there for him to yeah. use. But I was telling someone like another mom or something at school, just an acquaintance, like, yeah, we were all I said, I think I said something like, yeah, we just got back from Disney World or we're going to Disney World. So I'm renting a scooter. And that's as far as I got. Before <laughs> he jumped on me and it was like, you don't need to do that. Why are you doing that? You should be walking around. And I was like, oh, no. <laughs> like, yeah. all, like you said, my own stigma came up. Like, how dare she think I'm I'm the one riding the scooter? But second of all, yes. her frame of mind, like her, her thought process, like she didn't know me. I might very well have rheumatoid arthritis or fibromyalgia or exactly. who even knows what. And there she is judging me. And I wasn't even the one writing this. <laughs> I know. And you're just like all defensive. It's like, hey. That was such an eye-opening moment for me, though, because I, I just thought like, whoa. And then when I read your blog post, it was like a huge connection. And I thought, people are really hung up about this, which is a shame because yeah. if you hadn't done that, you would miss out on so much. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. I'm just like, you can't keep me from doing things now. I'm like, oh, yeah, let's go do the thing this weekend. And it's like, well, are you sure? And I'm like, yeah, I'm just going to take my scooter. <laughs> let's let's talk logistics for a sec, though. So how do you get it to the park? How do you wait in line? Like, what's that like? It's, I'm going to do a whole blog post about how you, yeah, how you maneuver this yeah, sucker yeah. around because I didn't, I had no idea. Um, 
first of all, the cast members are really great because you just go up to them and go, okay, um, I'm traveling on this thing today. How do I get into this ride? And they're always like, oh, well, you just go here, here, and you do the thing. But um, I got a foldable scooter. So I, because I have a, I have a small car. I don't have a really big SUV or anything. So putting a, a trailer on the back of it to cart this thing around was going to be kind of ridiculous. So I found one that folds and it fits in the trunk of my car. And it's pretty really? awesome. That yeah. is awesome. Yeah, it's pretty cool. And, <laughs> you know, and I just... So I just take it out and just unfold it and away we go. Um, once you get into the park, there's a few things that you can't take it on, like the Disneyland Railroad. It's all stairs, so you can't take it. Uh, mm -hmm. So if you want to ride the train, you just have to park it somewhere and then make sure you do the full circle and come back to it. So that solves that problem. And when you go to other rides, like Pirates is my favorite ride, so we always have to go. Um, you Basically, you go to the exit, and they give you a return time to come back. And oh. then they, they bring you in the outdoor so that you pull up right up to the loading dock, and then you get on that way. But there's, and then some of the attractions, like, the um, Smuggler's Run, the Millennium Falcon flight, when you're piloting that, you just take your um, scooter into the line with everybody else. So How there's you, no separate entrance for you. What was your, like, did you have a lot of trial and error the first time? Like, how did you know, like, for pirates to go to the outdoor? Um, I actually, um, we were driving, we were going to go and I was just going to park it and just wait in line. Uh -oh. And, um, and my boyfriend actually said, no, no, I think we, we leapt to the exit. And, and I, and he's like, how do you not know that you used to work here? And I said, I worked at the studios. I worked at the backstage studio tour. Oh, I don't know. Man. I don't know. I don't know how pirates works. So, we actually walked up to a cast member and said, we want to ride Pirates. Um, she's traveling on the scooter. And they said, oh, yeah, you just go right over here to the exit. And they give you a return time so that the loading dock doesn't get too, you know, gacked up with 800 scooters. Oh, sure. They'll say, oh, there's already five scooters in there. So can you guys come back in 15 minutes? And you're like, sure. And so you come back in 15 minutes and then they let you in. Nice. It's just a lot of question at just, you know, and and it's great because it's Disney. So they're very helpful and they're like, oh, yeah, sure. You just go over here and do the thing. And Oh, cool. Yeah. Now, had, you, had you been thinking about it before your son suggested it at all? Yes, I would, I would just kind of look at people buzzing by and I would just go, I should really, and then I'm like, nope, nope, I'm good. I'm fine. I'll take some leave and I'll be fine. And I, I just, I just wouldn't do it. And then finally, you know, he just kind of had a, a, a scooter intervention with me. He said, <laughs> mom, just get a scooter. 
And my boyfriend was the same thing. He was like, just get the scooter. And I said, you guys, though, I said, I said, won't you be embarrassed to like be hanging out with, you know, me, like, like your girlfriend on a scooter? Come on. And, and he was like, no, I want you to have fun. And I want to be able to go more places with you. Yeah. So I want you to get a scooter. So get it. <laughs> so I did. And it's been great ever since but you know the my next big thing is i'm taking it to WonderCon. it's the first comic con i've taken the scooter to so should be an adventure oh. yeah <laughs> we'll I was see. gonna ask like do you have a list now of places you want to go now that you're like you know you have like a new lease on life without the pain yeah yeah i'm i'm really considering Actually, um, Benji and I are thinking about going to Orlando so we can go to Universal because their mm. Harry Potter stuff is way bigger. They have a lot. They have, you know, we just have um, Hogsmeade Village and they have mm. Diagon Alley in Hogsmeade's Village and a train ride. It's just a lot more. And I would love to see that. And so we've really pondered thing and but before it was like florida is just like not even a possibility it's like forget it and look at that now it is isn't that crazy and now it's totally a possibility it's like oh yeah let's do this because yeah. it actually i it, the size of it it you you take it on to you go to the plane and roll down the jetway and then fold it and then they put it under the plane for you so it's actually completely a travel oh oh it's so, like amazing so you don't have to rent like leave yours behind and then rent one when you get there or anything you can just i take don't it yeah, yeah 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 wow and, we've, and we've, we found out and we found out how long the battery lasts one day <laughs> <laughs> uh -oh. we found that when it yeah when it goes into the yellow it drains very quickly we found that out the hard way one one day and it ended up we had to um, but the the good thing about it is, is that you can fold it manually if it does run out of battery and you can actually roll it like a suitcase oh okay I well, mean, it's certainly not the ideal situation but you can <laughs> you can if you uh, run out of juice I was just thinking like that's the perfect time to just like stop and hang out and have something like a Dole Whip or something like what's exactly. my yeah. yeah I've started taking the charging cord with us just in case mm -hmm. we have a really long day and we don't want to leave they'll let you I think at first aid they will let you plug in oh okay. and I know at the scooter rental place at the mm -hmm. main entrance they'll let you plug in oh great yeah um, what advice would you have for someone who is facing some sort of mental block like that? It doesn't necessarily have to be about acquiring a scooter. It can like the the story I told in the email that I sent to my subscribers about this chat was I have a friend who refuses to go to the ocean or go to the pool because she doesn't want to be seen in a bathing suit. And oh, yeah. So I'm like, you're mm -hmm. missing out on all this part of your and she has kids i'm like so what like like you said who's looking at you who cares yeah yeah and, um yeah. 
It's the it's so interesting. The the best story I can tell you is um, I I joined um, a gym a long time ago and um, it was um, a CrossFit style gym. So the workouts were really intense, mm -hmm. but um, I was getting a lot out of them and I really liked them. But I was the newest member. It was a very small gym, so just a handful of members at the time that had just opened. And so everybody knew everybody else. And um, the Sunday workout was kind of, it was set up, it was a relay. So it was like you had to run a lap around the parking lot. And while you were running that lap, everybody else had to do a movement, whether it was push-ups or sit-ups or whatever. So I, you know, and my knee wasn't as bad back then. And I could just, you know, I couldn't run well, but I could run, but it was slow. So I'm running around this parking lot, just doing my absolute best, but I'm not going very fast. And, and I'm just like, I almost just burst into tears because I thought everybody is back there having to do a million more push-ups because they're waiting for me <laughs> and they hate me and I'm never coming back and all of this stuff. And I got back and at the end of class, I walked up to the trainer and I said, I think maybe I should do private lessons for a while. And he said, why do you think that? And I told him, I said, I said, everybody today was having to wait for my slow ass to run around the track and oh my God, they probably all hate me now and all this stuff. And he said, okay, he goes, let me ask you two questions. He goes, and then we'll, we'll start setting up private training for you if you still want to do it. He said, first, he said, how many, um, how many sit-ups did you do today? And I said, um, and I can't remember how much it was. I'll say it was 30. I said, I did 30. And he goes, okay, great. He goes, how many did, uh, did David do? And I went, um, I, I, I don't know. And he's like, exactly. He's like, you're wrapped up in your own shit. You weren't paying attention what David's doing. Right. He goes, if I go over to David and ask him how many sit-ups you did, he's not gonna know, but he's gonna know how many he did. Smart man. Yes. And I was like, and he goes, nobody cares. He goes, he goes, I don't mean that in a careless or mean way. He goes, but nobody cares. He goes, they're wrapped up in their training and their stuff. So when, so when I'm at Disneyland and I'm going and doing my thing and yeah, maybe somebody will look at me and go, she's not, she's not old. She's just, she's just plus size. And that's why she's too lazy to walk. And that's why she's on that scooter. You know what? They're not right. But I'm, I'm not even going to know that they are, they're judging me because I'm too busy, you know, having fun, having, having a churro and not giving a shit, quite frankly. Yeah. Right. Well, yeah. anyone who spends their time worrying so much about somebody else and criticizing them, they're really not worth the time to even pay attention to. No, no. So I would say to that friend, it's like, just go get, uh, you know, get the bathing suit that you've always, you know, wanted. Do you like 50s bathing suits? You know, Esther Williams yeah. looking bathing suits. Yeah. Get one. Yeah. And yeah, get I, cool. 
I have friends who won't go to the gym for the same reason. You know, everyone's going to be yeah. looking, looking at you. They don't care. They're, everyone's walking around worried about themselves. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm not walking around my day going like, oh, I hope so-and-so is this. No, I'm thinking about me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. When I'm, yeah, I'm doing, you know, I, I do row workouts because it's not an impact on my knee so I can do them. Right. And yeah, when I'm rowing, I'm like, I'm not paying any attention to right. the person next to me or the person behind me. I'm rowing and seeing how many meters I can row in that class. I, I much prefer everyone worrying, you know, staying in their own lane, eyes on their own paper. And just, yeah. Yeah. Like I mean, just, just said, let's just all live our lives. <laughs> yeah. Just, yeah you know, celebrate the, you know, the positives and not compete so hard with each other. Did this, did the scooter do, was it hard on your budget? Was that part of, was that any like yes. kind of simple, like the decision, like, oh my gosh, this is going to whatever. I, you know, it, it did, it took a hit, but at the same time, I, I feel like I've gotten more than my money's worth out of it already. And I've only had it for about six months. So I've just gone freaking That's everywhere awesome. in this thing so i and you know and the way i looked at it was i i put in for uh i put it in with my insurance i don't you know and they covered a little bit of it mm -hmm. and you know so it's just it just is what it is it was yes it was expensive but i feel like no i've gotten more than my money's worth out of it yeah well and if you had a disneyland pass just sitting there because you couldn't go because of the pain and all that stuff. Now you're getting more than your money's worth there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. And and now it's just that I can truly just like count down the days until the Marvel campus opens. <gasps> so I can just basically live there the rest of my life. Kim, thank you so, so much for coming tonight. Oh, no, thank Open you. This was great. Because that's, well, that's not always, you know, that's not an easy thing for people to write about, let alone talk about. So I sincerely appreciate it. And I hope lots of people watch this replay and that they get their inspiration from you to finally do whatever it is they need to do and break through that barrier so they can enjoy their lives. Yes, absolutely. Do it. You'll, you'll never look back. <laughs>